Hey there, sweet teacher. I'm Tony Mullins, and this is the Primary Teacher Friends Podcast, a place for difference makers just like you to find encouragement, practical classroom management tips, and educational strategies to help you not only survive, but to thrive as a K-2 educator. It is my inherent belief that all teachers can find joy in what they are doing and spread that joy and impact to the little people they love. I am absolutely honored to be on this journey with a passionate teacher like you. Let's get started. Hello there, my beautiful friend, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. The podcast that is in between names because we're looking to give it a fresh new name that really reflects its purpose. So before we get started on a super fun topic for today, one that I'm really excited about sharing, I would love to ask you to take the survey you find down in the show notes and help me give this baby a new name. I've been podcasting now for well over a year, close to two years, and I want it to reflect you. I want to share joy and support and encouragement with you, and I want everyone who sees this podcast, who scrolls by it in some way or some form, to say, wow, that is the podcast where I could go to find some teacher joy. So there are a few names that I've thought of, But there's also a place for you to share a unique name. Maybe you have an idea that is better than mine, and I would not care to claim that uh, if you would allow. So follow the survey, vote on a name, or insert your own to be voted on, and let's give this podcast, this experience, the name that it deserves. And I'd love to have you be a part of that process because at the end of the day, I'm here for you. And one more thing, if you find today's episode to be helpful to you in any way, I'm sure you have a teacher friend who needs to hear it as well. So do them a kindness and do me a kindness and share it with someone so that they can learn and the podcast can grow. That would mean the world to me. And now for the reason that you're here is how to mute your class. Wow, doesn't that sound dreamy? A mute button for your noisy class. I'm excited. I know you're probably excited to get down to the magic. So let's get to how to mute your class. I'm so sorry to let you down, but there is no mute button. Ah, it hurts to say it. I know you were hoping for it, but it's okay. I'm going to give you the next best thing. There is no mute button, unfortunately, but there are layers that you can put into place that can help you achieve your goal of quieting your class. I wish there was a simple switch to flip, but there's not. We have to put some work and effort into it. Truly, we don't want a quick fix. We want something that is sustainable, that works consistently and isn't hard to manage over time. We could, of course, give out prizes constantly throughout the day, have our treasure boxes stock full of things that kids love. 
but that could run into a lot of money and it also takes a lot of time. We need systems in place that support our goal every day and make it as easy as possible for us. So to quite a noisy class, it takes well-planned systems. And before we can even get there to what systems are needed, you first need to pinpoint where the problem areas are. Finding solutions that actually work is easier when we can pinpoint and understand their purpose. So as an example here, I want to mention one of my coaching clients and how we pinpointed her problem and really found an effective solution. So this particular teacher told me that she really struggled because her class was so noisy. The noise levels were out of control and it was stealing away her happiness, her contentment in the classroom. So I asked her this question, when? At what point of the day do you really recognize that it's too loud, it's out of control, and it's affecting your emotion? It's making you feel stressed. So she took some time and she really walked through her day. She started from the beginning and talked me through what was going on in her classroom And we pinpointed the exact moment of the day when her students got noisy and out of control. It turns out her students are quite calm and engaged for the biggest part of her day. But during one of the transition times from PE over into her ELA block, students are really noisy. She got really frustrated with them and she found it hard to get into the teaching part of her day. As we walk through this process, she realized that it was because her students were coming out of the noisy gym with the PE teacher all the way down the hall to meet her. She didn't have a time there to properly calm them down and to help them refocus before entering the classroom. It was a very simple fix. Now she goes to the gym teacher picks up her kids, has a talk with them, gets them calmed down, and then they quietly go into the classroom and she immediately saw big results. We also added in some other strategies when entering the room and having their snack and all those things that really helped. But what I'm trying to illustrate to you here is that once you pinpoint the issue, the solutions are actually pretty simple. So walk through your day Maybe write it down and examine your feelings. If you start to feel stressed consistently at a certain part of your day, that means you need to find a solution for that. But of course, I always feel the need to share some specific strategies with you just in case you haven't implemented these sort of strategies so far that could really make a big difference. So after pinpointing your issue and really thinking about simple solutions, try implementing some of this in your day. Have you tried hand signals? Maintaining a quiet classroom is really hard when students are calling out their needs because one student says, I need my pencil sharpener, and the other students also follow suit. They do the same thing because they see that it was accepted by the teacher. I personally do not accept students calling out anything, and they know that. I reward them with encouragement and praise for not calling out, and that's what they seek. 
I always give positive feedback when I see hand signals being used. I do have a free set of hand signal posters that you can download. I will link that in the show notes where it says hand signals. But if you've not used this strategy, it is a great layer to add to muting your class. (laughs) Students use these nonverbal cues to show you their needs, like needing to use the restroom, needing a tissue, having the answer to a question, or needing their pencil sharpened. So definitely add this to your layers of quieting your class. Another way to actually quieten your class whenever they have reached a noise level that is unacceptable is not to use your voice and say, guys, quieten down, we got to move on. Oh, what a huge waste of energy. Instead, use a callback or use a chime to grasp their attention and teach them that this is the moment we have no voices. So I really like to use a strategy that I created where I say, eyes on your teacher, and they repeat, eyes on your teacher, hands like this, and they say, hands like this, but they're looking to me to see what my hands are doing. They are to mimic my hands. My hands may be on my head. They may be stuck straight up in the air as far as I can reach. Or I may be doing something silly with my hands. So what that accomplishes is it quietens them down and it also puts their full attention, their eyes on me, which is exactly what we need when those noise levels get out of control. I also use bells and chimes and things like that. And I train my students that when they hear these things, no voices, completely quiet, ready signal on, whatever I need them to do, I train them in that way and I respond with positive feedback when they show me the result I need to see. Another layer that you can add is to gamify noise levels. Gamify just means to make it a game, and it's a lot simpler than you may believe to accomplish just that. I actually gamify noise levels in many different ways in my classroom. I may set a timer and say, let's compete. Who can work quietly the longest while my timer is on? Can you beat the quiet timer? Another strategy that I use is table points or character points. I assign each table a number or a character and we compete. Throughout the day, if they show the positive behaviors that I'm after, they can earn points. And at the end of the day, the winner gets rewarded. So if I'm focusing on keeping my class muted or quiet, I might say I'm looking to give a table point to the sneakiest table, the table who isn't making any noise while we transition from our tables to the carpet. That sort of language really helps to boost the engagement when you're trying to use table points as a strategy. I've also talked about the music box. This is another gamify strategy that helps me quieten my class whenever needed. I will link the music box episode in the show notes. But in a nutshell, the students do not want to let all of the music escape from our box because at the end of the week, they will be rewarded for that. 
So anytime the music box is opened and I use it strategically for different parts of the day, as soon as they hear that music, they get quiet so fast, you could really hear a pin drop. It's amazing. If noise level is a problem for you, definitely check that out. And I'll share one last piece of advice here, and that is to always be consistent. So I was working with another teacher and she was talking about how noisy her class was and how it just stresses her out so much. She couldn't seem to control their noise levels. So we walked through this process of pinpointing the problem. And the funny part about this is, is that she told me she had implemented these strategies that really worked for her kids. She saw great results and she was feeling calmer and more focused at work. And she, through her own speaking about this issue, realized that she actually had found the solution but she wasn't consistent with it. She told me that during Christmas break, she got lackadaisy with using this strategy and her students, of course, immediately picked that up and they took advantage of it. Our little ones are so smart and they know your limits and they know when you are getting sort of lackadaisy with your strategies. So this particular teacher decided to put that back in full force. And of course, she saw immediate results and she already knew the answer. When we get our mindset right and we put in some strategy, the solutions are actually simple. It's actually simple to mute your class. Just pinpoint the problem. Try some strategies. See how they work. Be ready to experiment with different things. And your solutions will come through as well. You'll figure it out. You're smart. You're talented. You're creative. Just give some of your ideas a try. So maybe we don't have a mute button, but we can figure out the solutions. And I hope something I've shared with you here today can help you accomplish just that. Alrighty, dear teacher friend, that is the end of another episode. If you happen to invent a mute button, please share it with me first so I can spread it to the world. I also want to let you know that if you have strategies that you use that you would like to share, please share them with me. Send me an email or post them in our Primary Teacher Friends Facebook community. You have lots of great things to share. I know it. So do a kindness and share some ideas. We all need them to get through, right? And with that, I want to bid you farewell. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, rest of your week. Enjoy your little ones. And as always, until we meet again, go make a difference, teacher friend. Sweet teacher, if you enjoyed this week's episode, consider subscribing through email to receive future updates. Never miss an episode, never miss a freebie, and never miss the strategies and encouragement I like to share here. Go to teachertony.com forward slash subscribe and get your name on the notifications list. Our goal is to continually serve passionate, wonderful teachers just like you.